sort of literally just came alongside me and turned in. So he breath tested me. I like it, Waterloo. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back of the Grid. Um, I'm your host this week, Tom, but things are a little different as Stu and Chris have both abandoned me for much, well, I say much sunnier places, but it is quite sunny here in the UK today. But alas, they are not here, they're enjoying holidays. So I'm actually joined by our 2017 listener prediction champions, Woo! Dave and Tom from That's Life. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi there. Hello, Tom. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. I said welcome there. I'm pretending like we're on our show. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks. Yes. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, so filling in the, the, the void at the last moment. Thank you very much for that, first of all. No, that's all right. Thanks for allowing us to be on. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of the show, so... It's a pleasure to be on it. Thanks. Well, you're also you're reigning prediction champions, so we we're are, hoping that uh, when well, we get to predictions for Spain, we can get some masterful yeah. insight from the pair yeah. of them. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, sure. that was all me last year, just, just to point out that, oh, that was whatever, all me. But... whatever. <laughs> no way. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, what I was going to start with actually this week is the fact that um, it's been the six hours of Spa, which... One Fernando Alonso alongside Sebastian Buemi and uh, Nakajima has won for Toyota. So he is back to winning ways in a sense. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah, at last. <laughs> you were there to witness it, were you not, Dave? Ah, uh, I was I was indeed. And it was a cracking race. I mean to just it, I feel when you go to an endurance race, you just get a bit more a bit more for your money, a bit more bang for your buck. Because it it's not just Obviously, you've got a six-hour race, but you've also got a support race. When I went, there was two other support races. You just, yeah. It's just a, a festival of motorsport. And you just it, it, obviously, F1 is great and all, but if you just in, go there to enjoy the atmosphere and what have you, it's, it's you can't beat it. We, we have a lot of people that have mentioned WEC as like a secondary thing that they like us talking about. So it's fitting that we've got Alonso over there to be honest there's quite a lot of ex F1 drivers there as well isn't it like Buemi I say he's an ex F1 driver he's not left F1 yet but you know what I mean <laughs> it's all the ones that didn't do very well I find I don't know if you agree but there's always the Pastor Maldonado of this world who uh, I, I met and uh, I, 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 we got his autograph <laughs> which yeah. was uh, a special moment for me big fan you know you, you I you look a little bit like him, Dave. I find. Like I don't know if you've ever. I don't know if you've ever realised this, but you you could be like brothers or something. It's amazing. There is no, a. No, I don't. No. I don't know if you remember his mentioning it, but there is another Maldonado out there. Is there? In Formula Three, yeah. All oh, right. He's already yeah. working his way right. through. And is he like a connection? Like, is he a brother or something? He's, or? he's a younger cousin of Pasta. Ooh. Oh really? I didn't know that. So he is. Oh, right. He is a very close relative. Let's ho- well, wow. let's hope he make he makes it further than he's uh, his relative did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or at least crashes into stuff less. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's always. <laughs> well, that yeah. was the entertaining part. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it was quite funny though because um, past uh, Maldonado was um, his car was actually disqualified from qualifying, so he started last. But anyway, details, details. Why? Why was it disqualified? Um, what was the reason? You know what? I can't remember now. The boom. It wasn't that important. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Do, do you know the details of the um, the other Toyota with Conway, uh, Kobayashi, and Lopez in, in it? Because yeah, that indeed, was a, they, that was kicked out of qualifying, wasn't it? Uh, Start from the pit were, lane. They were indeed. So they yeah qualified fastest, and uh, then it was some some problem to do with the fuel flow, uh, the, the the fuel flow that they. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Confirmed to the FIA what they're going to have was different to what was actually going on in their car. And so for that reason, they were right. thrown oh. not just to the back of the grid, but to start from the pit lane and a lap down, <laughs> which is yeah. it's really harsh, I thought, oh, in right. my opinion. But, but at the end of the day... And it didn't a lap really, down. And yeah. a lap down, yeah. It didn't really make too much of a difference. 
Yeah, I, I guess the lap down isn't as bad as it would be in F1, say, because of the length of the race. But yeah, so and, and here's Toyota, the most dominant car on yeah, that grid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to get onto that. It was a bit of a one-horse, or should I say two-horse race. But there we are. That's the state of WC at the moment. So ultimately, they managed. They managed to unlap themselves. Had a little <laughs> bit of it. Was it Kobayashi and Alonso that were dueling when Kobayashi was trying to unlap that car and Alonso was leading? He didn't want to let him through. Yeah, eventually no. he can. He conceded to through, but but initially Alonso was a bit. He was thinking, "Do I really want to let him through?" But you know, yeah. when you think a lap, you're a lap ahead. With was it about three hours to go? Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not good eventually. Then. They finished quite close in the end, didn't they? The second car was only about two seconds behind. I think it was re- it was a really close finish. I, I was wow. sitting in the uh, I was sitting in the posh seats at that point, and I was, I was watching right. watching the race from from up from the with the dignitaries up in the the bar bar restaurant. And um, yeah, wow. all, this is so funny. It was all these people that had like <laughs> these bu- buckets buckets of champagne out on their tables. I uh, one of the waiters came to us and said, "Would you would you like a drink?" And we're like. No, we're fine, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the truth is, I don't know if I was meant to be there, but... Probably not meant to be there. They didn't stop us, so hey-ho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was really close, really close to the end, but it looked like, I think Toyota uh, did call team orders on that and just let them finish one, two. So I think yeah. Alonso was having some problems. He had um, he had an overheating gearbox, and his eco-boost with the engine was uh, not working. So Good result for him, though, at least, finally, in something. Yeah. Something that didn't actually break down on him. <laughs> Finally, yeah, the yeah, car well, the car works. When did he last win a ra- an F one race? An F one race. Oh, Two thousand and thirteen in the Ferrari. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Was it? Was it? Was it Silverstone twenty thirteen? Oh no, it was Spain. It was Spain. Spain, the Spanish Grand Prix two thousand thirteen. Oh, okay. oh really? Yeah, Spain two thousand thirteen. Oh. That was his last race win. That's yeah. right. Long time ago, wow. <laughs> he's finally broken Indeed. that. Pretty much, well, cra- pretty much crazy. Years, it? Yeah, it's crazy to think that Fernando Alonso yeah. is his first ever, his first FIA victory for five years. I mean, the man is a world champion. He's people say he's the best driver. Yeah, he's a genius. There, but but yeah. where's the where's the stuff to back that up? He just moved to the wrong wrong teams at the wrong time, essentially. Yeah. But this I mean, it's a, great to see him back. That's a whole there. other debate, isn't it? <laughs> like, what went wrong with Alonso's career? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's screwed over Hamilton too much. That's probably karma. Karma, yeah, exactly. Ooh. I was just going to say before we get too biased, we'll go back to the WEC if you want. <laughs> Sorry, rather yeah, yeah, than yeah. hammering Alonso. <laughs> so one of the uh, obviously one of the best things about the WC is the fact that it's not just the one race because obviously you've, you've got the LMP1 cars, which are the prototype cars in the fastest yep. category. But obviously you've got, you've got the LMP2s, you've got the GT Pros and the GT uh, Am or GT Amateur class. So you know if you you've so for example. Um, Giancarlo Fisichella, the old uh, XF1 driver. I, I quite like it. He, he drives for the uh, Ferrari in the amateur class now. So so you've got a whole oh, right. a whole selection of different drivers that you can support and and and, and um, enjoy. Yeah. You know, like so for example, we, we were quite we were quite vested in the uh, uh, the GT category because we me, me and my girlfriend we both like the Fords. Um, she yeah. got uh, she got the autographs for some of the drivers. Um, Andy Prio, Andy Prio drives for Ford, so we, we got oh, his autograph yeah. and several several of their other ones, which was really cool. Um, and obviously, one of the Fords crashed big style in the race, which which yeah. didn't go down didn't go down so well. But uh, eventually, that, that, was, that was actually the best the best battle on the field was between the Porsche uh, and the Ford for the uh, for the victory in GT, and and Ford came out on top, and it was a really close fight. Yeah, there was a, there's a little bit of close racing in LMP2 from watching it on TV as well, which was good to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, I can't remember who it was between at the time. Uh, yeah, no, at the start of the race, it was the uh, Neverland team. Uh, well, well, I think it was Neverland team, Neverland team racing with Gio van der Gaard. The uh, king of yeah. banter. Oh. Actually, he actually took the lead. <laughs> he actually took the lead of the race, and and I reckon they could have won, but they had problems with their uh, their gearbox. And I f- it was, um, and eventually the winner was John Aruvern. Uh, yeah, in- oh, that. Jeff. 
Jeff, yeah, Jeff, he got he, he got he got in and he got. Well, I can't remember who he drove for now, but it's it's difficult to keep um, track. G Drive for Mr. G Drive, G Drive. Yes, we we like G Drive, yeah. don't we, Tom? Come on, Dave, you should know this. <laughs> G, you 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 were there. <laughs> anyway, too much going on. Oh, it's a, it was absolutely too, brilliant. Too much to remember. No, it is too much to remember. It's the, and you know, so it was, um, my first uh, trip to Spa, Spa Francorchamps, and it was, it's 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 actually an amazing experience. You walk down there and you think to yourself, who decided to put a racetrack in the middle of this forest? You know, it's just, <laughs> it's one of those uh, one of those moments. And when we when we got there into the track, it was like almost being at an abandoned uh, fair fairground ride at the start. It's like there's nothing here. Right. It's like it's just got the track. You got these old fashioned grandstands and, and and that's it. But as the weekend went on, it, it, it got busy and it picked up and, um, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a track. And Eau Rouge lived up to his name, like spectacularly. Yeah. yeah. What was the name of the guy who crashed? Oh, the, uh, uh, Petro Fittipaldi. Fittipaldi. Yeah. The grandson of Emerson Fittipaldi. He, did, did both his legs in, and I saw the I saw his crash. I was watching. I watched him go up Eau Rouge. He you lost it in there. the middle of the corner. I, I, no, I, went, I, was, yeah. I was watching his car go through. I saw him hit Eau Rouge. He lost the back end, and then tried to correct it, but he went straight on it, crashed into the barrier. I, I, I was just speechless. I, I was, <laughs> gosh, yeah. And I suppose these cars are going full pace through there. Presume, oh, presumably, this, yeah. this this was qualifying, so he was full full beans. Full beans up the hill, and yeah, no wonder he did both his legs. Crazy crash, crazy crash. It's not a great way to start the uh, year. No, I suppose he won't probably won't race again this season. No, exactly. Well, that was his debut, and he was meant to be racing in the IndyCar Championship as well, and he was meant to be doing oh. the um, Super Formula in Japan as well. But obviously, that's not going to happen now. It's, uh, so shame for him. Uh, almost yeah. as full of a schedule as Alonso is that. <laughs> pretty much yeah. Alonso's is Alonso's pretty much busy every weekend this year. Yeah, he doesn't get uh, a break now. <laughs> no, no. What Alonso's doing is no. mental, but um it's yeah. it, come the end of because obviously it's the super season for WEC because it's not just yes. this year, but it's next year. What does that mean? What do you mean? Like what what's the super season? Like, what does that mean? Because I saw it on the right. Twitter account. Yeah. Super season. Yeah. It's, it's so that the season can end with Le Mans, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the ultimate goal. Uh, so okay. it's, I think if I remember right, it starts now and then you've got Le Mans in June and then it goes all the way through the season but then you get Spa and Le Mans again at the end of the super season and then it will go to back to being every year and run from Le Mans to Le Mans, if I remember rightly. That's, oh, yeah, so that's, we'll just start exactly right. in June from then on? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So they, they, they wanted to change it so the season always ended with Le Mans as the... The crown yeah. race as the season finale, which which yeah. does make sense, um, but it just uh, that means this year and sort of next year they didn't want to lose half, the they're yeah. half combined. Yeah. Um, in news, slightly more on topic, I guess for podcasting about F one, <laughs> Miami, <laughs> Miami have revealed their circuit plans for a future circuit they want to implement. Um, I don't know if either of you two guys have managed to see this yet, but. It's basically driving across a bridge, turning around, and coming back across that same bridge. Uh, really? A, a good number okay. of times. Um, so, uh, so have you seen this, Tom? Tom? Tom no, Tom? I haven't. I haven't seen it. Uh, you haven't seen it? No. Right. Well, it, well, uh, it kind of looks like a pipe that you would you would smoke smoke a pipe. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, it does a little. Uh, okay. I don't. Yeah. I think Lewis Hamilton kind of. Is it not going to work? We said is Baku not, wouldn't work. They said Baku True. was rubbish, and uh, we know it's, it's a it's a crown jewel of the calendar now. Apparently, so uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll reserve judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, um, what's your view on it? Um, for me, it's it's interesting <laughs> to have another street race in America, but. The the circuit doesn't scream exciting to me. It okay. is a lot of it's a lot of straight lines um, okay. and a lot of just straight line drag down that bridge. It's it's sort of around. It's one of the. It's, it goes around one of the arenas, 
onto the main boulevard and sort of loops round through what they're calling like a little high speed bit and like back onto the boulevard then back off and across this big bridge down to the port and back um a lot of aspects of it have been used by the formula e before um so it is very similar ah, in gonna, some respects to some of the yeah, formula e my, my my first instinct when i looked at that was is this a formula era track <laughs> right yeah yeah this, this does this does this does not translate to form formula one for me formula one is meant to be on a proper racetrack now, I yep. get the idea. They want to bring F1 to the masses so everyone can see it. But goodness sake, if you want another Formula One race in America, give it to Watkins Glens or something. You know? It, that would be good. Not not another half-baked street circuit. That Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lottery race. It's going to be a lottery race just like um, Baku is like. <laughs> I personally don't have a, a problem too much with a street circuit. However... It ne- I think it needs to be thought out a little bit more than let's drive across a bridge, do a U-turn and come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've got it totally. now. I've got the picture now so I can see what you mean. And yeah, it is across a bridge, back across a bridge, around a bit, and then, yeah, doesn't look great. <laughs> I, mean, this is, I mean, this is what we, me and Tom would have created when we were 10 as a, as a, as a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. It's a skeletric track. It's, well, it's, it's, like, a, it's a skeletric track. See, if you think about Long Beach, Long Beach is quite a famous American street circuit. Yeah. And to me, yeah. that would be more entertaining and probably better to do for F1, even though it is a lot of long straights and fast, high-speed corners. I think that would probably be more in- interesting. Is that, honest, still, is that still is that still like a used track? Mm. Like, can they use that? Yeah, they use still. it... They use it for indie still. Um, oh, okay. Fairly recently, yeah. they used it for indie actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the facility, so it's like the facilities are already there. Just use what's there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and this, so this new, this new track, is there? There's not nothing there now. Is that correct? Nothing regularly. Um, like I say, Formula E's used it in the past. Um, that was a couple of years ago, though. I don't think they've been back yet. And yeah. yeah. Um, the so American champ cars of... and stuff like that do use it. Okay. These the little aspects of it, but I, from memory, Formula E didn't use the huge long stretch over the bridge to the port and back. Okay. They went around the arena and then sort of went into the city a little more um, around the boulevard and then came back to the okay. arena. So it's it'd be interesting to yeah. see how it evolves from here because it's not finalised or anything like that. Yeah. And it'd be cool to add a race like that to the calendar, I think, but... I yeah. want them to no, maybe think about that. the track design a yeah, little more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So take note, Bernie. Um, oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, it's not Bernie. <laughs> Chase. <laughs> Chase, take note. Yeah. <laughs> now listen here, Chase. Uh, in other news, uh, for Spain this weekend, Renault are expecting to see some performance increase thanks to fuel upgrades they've worked on with BP. Um, it's actually also going to benefit McLaren because of their Renault engines, but not Red Bull because Red Bull choose to use a different fuel supplier and ah. such like. So um, they won't see this benefit because they don't use the BP fuel, they use the mobile fuel. Um, apparently it's going to give them efficiency and power gains ahead of planned upgrades to the power unit, but they won't arrive until June in Canada. So it's, it's a bit of a stopgap measure to try and increase some performance before the new power units come in June. So oh, fascinating. It should be interesting to see where, where they sit in the grid because McLaren have recently started playing down their um, upgrades a little bit, I've noticed, <laughs> saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. it depends on how everybody else... It's like basically, we have these great updates coming, but so does everybody yeah. else. So hopefully theirs aren't Aww. as good as ours. McLaren. So that... <laughs> That sounds ominous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it is McLaren bringing their B car to the Spanish Grand Prix? Is that correct? Mc- McLaren should have been bringing whatever is the f- the full 2018 spec right. as they were putting right. it because this is this is like a as near as they could get before the season yeah. started at the moment. So so they're going to so, have upgraded power and potentially their actual car, proper car. So yeah, maybe. So if McLaren can get their act together, now's the time. And 
Yeah. So, yeah. so this could be our <laughs> first chance to see what they really can bring, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exciting. But the playing it down in certain areas makes me dubious. Yeah. <laughs> Quite, yeah. yeah. So so for the, the Renault yeah. team will also have this power boost. I think they're going to do pretty well. Because I remember in testing at Barcelona, yeah. they seem quite good at this track. So And obviously, last race, Carlos Saints and Hulkenberg seemed pretty... Yeah, they were yeah exactly that. It was a good race for them. It was a good race for them until Hulkenberg's mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were looking yeah. strong for both cars. Were, yeah, so. yeah. It's on upward trajectory. Exactly. Um, that that was I, I realised afterwards as well, or I saw something afterwards that that fifth place for science was Renault's highest finish since they came back as a Renault Works team. Really? Which I didn't realise until right. recently. So, it's, yeah. so it just shows. Oh no! Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Ignore me. You were, you, you were thinking Lotus. <laughs> I was thinking of Kimi. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was saying, yeah. but Kimi won the race. So you're yeah, you're thinking of Kimi with Lotus. Yeah, that was Lotus. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, sorry, that's what, team Team yeah. Endstone. That's why. That's what I refer to them as. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, they've been so many different things over <laughs> yeah. the years. Exactly. No yeah. one knows what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Toto Wolf has also this week indicated that Mercedes might be open to a Ferrari Haas style deal yeah. with the teams that they supply um, Williams have basically said they're not interested and Claire Williams has been quoted as saying she wants that team to remain like an independent themselves rather than having to depend on supplies yeah. from a manufacturer that's good. Yeah, that's um, which yeah, yeah that, that's good news but it basically is Force India is probably the best prospect and when they've got a Mercedes driver in their seat like Ocon, yeah. it's probably more likely that Mercedes would maybe want to do the deal there yeah, anyway, yeah, I'd have thought. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they were open to both, and they've they've had ties in the past to Williams, like we know with um, Susie Wolf and Toto yeah. Wolf himself yeah. and Bottas being there and yeah. stuff like that. So they've definitely got a good relationship with Williams, but I can understand and I kind of like Claire Williams' point of this is an independent family team. That's what we want to stay as. So it'll probably be Force India. But um, Force India also have gearboxes and hydraulics from Mercedes, whereas Williams just have a power unit. So again, there's probably more reason for this to be a deal that Force India look at. And they've been doing okay in recent years. It's been best of the rest almost. So it might help them make that next step forward because they're already in a good position as a team, I think. Uh, so it'd be nice if they could maybe start looking at making that next step forward. And if this would facilitate it, then why not? See, it doesn't sit right with me, this whole thing. Like, the yeah. fact... It's great that Haas are doing well in that they're, they're quite a new team, but they're sort of up in sort of perhaps the fourth best of what they were at the start, the fourth best team. But it almost feels like they haven't earned it, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not sure if that's fair or not, but... It just it's too quick and it, it just doesn't sit right with me. I just I just I think you yeah, something doesn't connect with me there. I think it needs to be monitored and regulated properly. Um we've we've kind of touched on it before here that there's a line between what's just buying a car that might win a race and buying parts and having to kind of put it together for yourself, which is in essence, what has yeah. to do in it's a case of you're buying something pre-made, uh, sorry, like pre-fab and putting it, just putting it together and making it work. So, but, but then it's like, why don't they all just buy that and forget about doing the hours of work and the testing and all that? Just buy it pre-made. Like, it it doesn't feel right. It, I don't think it's the right way to go. Well, that's why it's called a constructors' championship. That's why we have the constructors' championship because Formula One, yeah. in essence, is yeah. a constructor sport. If Haas coming in aren't a constructor as such, they shouldn't compete in the constructors' championship. That might be a way around it. You could you have the car, but you only your drivers score points, but not the team. Yeah, that's potential. Yeah, what what you'd potentially want to look at then is, like you're saying, there's this argument that if it, it becomes the thing of like customer teams almost you do have like constructors and independents um 
because that's that's the way it works in a lot of sports like your touring cars and stuff yeah. like that so you have factory works teams that your Fords um, your yeah, Vauxhalls same. and whoever same else and, and then you have your independence where you just go buy a car or a bike in MotoGP's yeah. case and you then do what you want to it but ultimately you've bought something that you could just jump on and race or jump in and race yeah. depending on the series but I think that maybe that's where things would need to go if it became as much of a thing yeah. but no. it'd be interesting to see I, I'd like to see more cars on the grid and if it's a way to facilitate it I think it needs to be seen as a p- potential yeah that's option. true I mean what, what, what about the thought of having like like a B league where like these teams that don't make their own cars kind of are in like a like a B league like what do you reckon to that the B league's formula 2 what like racing separately oh well they'd still be all the B, same yeah, racers they'd still be in F1 they'd still be driving F, F1 cars but because they never made it it's like a separate I mean I don't like that but I was just thinking it, it feels like it could be like that so it's turning into a, I think, a, a, an LMP1, LMP2, WEC scenario yeah. where you've got two different classes yeah. of cars, which is not what Formula 1 is. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't like that. I don't want that, but it has a feel like it could, that could, I don't know. I, th- I think it needs to be managed in the right way. I, I've got a feeling that ultimately we'll probably end up seeing it in some guys because Liberty and FOM, as they should be called really now, want more cars on the grid and I, can, I can't yeah. blame them but it, it you've got you've got i guess a factor that it might entice some manufacturers in because they'll know that not only can they build themselves a car to compete as a um a factory team they can build a slightly similar version that's actually sold on to other teams down the grid so there's more way to get their name into the sport but people are paying them for that so I can see it being attractive to some manufacturers as well but and we all know that the likes of Ferrari and Mercedes are the ones that really run F1 yeah, yeah. that's very true that's <laughs> very true yeah. they're, 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 they're going to be yeah. pushing for this not to happen so. I think this is part of the evolution that Formula 1 is going for at the moment it's trying to de- define what it wants to be where it wants to go um, you, a, bit, a bit of a history mm-hmm. as well um, back in the 90, early 90s I think Formula 1 did do a two-tier system there were two championships run within really? a single year it was it was for the turbo because when they're having the whole turbo engine cars there was the turbo engine cars yeah. and the non-turbo the naturally aspirated cars and they run a uh, a dual championship between the, 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 those two cars, and I cannot remember who won it for the life of me. But it, it, this type of thing has been done in the past, so there's no reason why they can't try right. it again. But is it? It's, I, I don't. I, I, I no, it's not for me. I want to see one championship. It's easier to follow when you've got one championship. You got one, one yeah, driver, yeah. one set driver, one, one yeah. championship. Let them race. But it, it, and like you said though, if it means we can get more cars on the grid. All for it because because the grid is sparse and it's been sparse for a number of years. I, I think the likelihood of what if we've sort of called them independents for now to borrow a term from other sports that have a, a similar concept. I think the likelihood of an independent winning an overall championship is probably much slimmer anyway because of the situation that they're in. Um, so I don't think you'd ever see it, but it's not unheard of. Like independents have won in definitely touring cars, um, and I'm I th- I'm right. I think I'm right in saying that they have been extremely competitive, if not winning things like MotoGP. So it's not unheard of. And I guess where would everybody stand if an independent did win the overall constructors? Obviously, the last title. time that happened was Braun. They, 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 they were an independent, but obviously that was on the back of Honda and all of Honda's investments. So it's not exactly. Yeah. The same, but at the time, Braun were an independent. Um, and obviously, had uh, going back to what you said there, Carl Kutschlow and the MotoGP, he, he's driven for the satellite Honda team for X amount of years, yes. and he's won races. You know, he, he's, he's not quite there in terms of winning title challenge for the title, but he's, he's winning races. He's on the podium more often than not. So, 
it can be done exactly and like he's he's come from he, well he's always been on on those kind of bikes as well like the yeah, tech 3 yeah, yamahas yeah. and stuff like that that's where that's kind of where he's come from over the last few years so you know he's always been with those kind of teams rather than the factory teams so and, and like you say you know he wins races yeah. uh, it's, so it, it's um it's it'd be int- i think it'd be interesting yeah, absolutely it's a this is good. This is tangent in that. It's similar to uh, Giancarlo Fisichella because <laughs> when he, whenever he drove for a smaller independent team, he seemed to do well. But as soon as he drew, drove for Renault, he was destroyed by yeah. Alonso. So it, it, yeah, it, if, if it, different drivers fit different different uh, families, I guess. That's an aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For another yeah. time. <laughs> um, uh, the FAA are actually attempting to clamp down on any further oil burning and stopping teams from replenishing oil supplies during wow. qualifying. So where this comes from is it's been suspected that teams are still using the oil burning um, to increase performance like what has been talked about since the beginning of the season and during last season. But with the way that the regulations were changed... It, it really only stopped them during the race because it was a long, continuous event, so the FIA could monitor the oil levels. What It sounds like some teams are pointing fingers at other teams, mentioning no names, but um, it sounds like certain teams are saying that they think others are still using the oil burning and then obviously between Q1 and Q2 and then Q3 topping that oil up. So the idea here is to stop them replenishing any oil during the whole entirety of qualifying, whether it be manually or from uh, the auxiliary tanks that were the thing that they were supposed to be trying to monitor a lot closer. Um, I, I guess the team most famously using this tactic in the last couple of years has been Ferrari. Um, I can't see it having a huge impact on them because... To me, they've still had race pace as well as qualifying pace. So it's not if they are doing anything untoward in qualifying that that maybe loopholes these rules that this is trying to clamp down on. It's not having that much of an impact that they've then suddenly got no pace come race day when they can't do it. So I don't think it will have a huge impact, but it's good to have clarity and yeah, consistency. Exactly. Is, is there much of a gain to be had here? Like, what what sort of gain do they get from this? Um, it's it is I guess difficult to explain, but because um, this is the first it's... I've heard of this, I like, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to pretend I <laughs> I know what you're going on about, but like, <laughs> but this is the first I've heard about it, so it can't be like a massive, big changing effect, sort of, if you know what I mean. No, um, it's it basically it's burning oil, and then the gas is created off the back of it. This is me almost layman's terms. I'm okay, yeah, that's good. That's good. Not not fu- not fully not fully understanding the exact <laughs> that's, science that's behind it myself. <laughs> but it's there are there are oil burns which produce the gas which is then used through the engine's power unit, uh through the combustion chamber, which in a similar way to the way that a turbo pumps air in to increase the combustion rate, the gases from the oil also help um, but obviously you have to burn oil to be able to do that. So they were they were adding extra oil so that they had room to to burn without you know running the car out of oil. Okay. Uh, which is why they cut down the limits of how much oil was going to be put in the cars to try and clamp down on it. And then now it sounds like like what's happening is people are still doing some kind of oil burn during quality and then just topping up the oil so that it meets the the limit every time the car is leaving the garage, which is what they're trying to get clamped down on. Um, like I say, the the science is obviously a lot more complicated. Yeah, and but it's good that you <laughs> I'm sure others will it. explain it better. But that is the general premise. But it's good. Of what it's kind of on. good. I'm here because I because I don't really know a great deal about that. For those fans that are like me and don't really know, it's good that you've explained it in a way that I will kind of makes sense of and they might make sense of as well so yeah so but that that is it that's why as well um i think we talked about it a little bit in the um the t- pre-testing episodes and and what what's going on in 
Catalonia before the season. But it's why that the Ferrari and a couple of the other Ferrari engines cars, as you see them leaving the garage and, and stuff like that, you're seeing quite a lot of yeah. um, thick yeah. blue smoke out of the that. back of them. It almost looks like it could be a problem at times. Ah, and okay. it, it, it's, part of, it's, it's to do with them finding a different way of... Well, it's to do with the fact that some of the oil burn is now being dissipated out the back of the car because then because of the regulations that were put in place along with the how much oil they can use in the car, they also put certain regulations in about how they can funnel that out of the car. So I think that they've met the regulations, but then the car's possibly still doing a little bit of something, something that it was doing last year. So you end up with these plumes of blue smoke every so yeah. often. There you go. Okay, that's cool. Which you will notice on, on things like the Ferrari and the Haas. And, yeah, and so yeah, on. yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like a long... So, almost like Vettel's third that. pedal, or whatever it is. <laughs> on his ste- steering wheel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, on the, on the steering wheel. The third uh, pedal yeah, on the steering yeah. wheel. Not, not cheating, not cheating. Yeah, we were going to run a competition as to what that pedal might be. Oh, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah, but that, 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 might, that might have passed by now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> But any any suggestions are welcome. Is what you think? I think one of the best ones that I've seen was um, yeah. it's yeah. the blue flag button yeah. where he calls uh, for his no, blue yeah, flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. <laughs> Have a little yeah. Yeah, blue flag. Um, I'm trying to think of something funny now, but I'm not really a funny kind of person. <laughs> or or I'm just not that smart that I can think of something. <laughs> Maybe it's the cra- maybe it's the crazy um, frog button. Um, yeah, yeah, could be the crazy frog button. That's a good old reference. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I've got He's, nothing. Are you drawing a blank? He's drawing. Well, maybe there you go. It doesn't do anything. Maybe that's that's the thing. Maybe it doesn't do anything. Yes, exactly. It's all a decoy. Yeah, that's well, what I meant. Well done, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've uncovered the real reason yeah. for the button on I'm the wheel. Genius. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, one of the other reasons we're here this week is to obviously look ahead to the Spanish Grand Prix. So, I guess it's hard to do predictions. Chris has kindly sent me his already. He made the draw for Random Driver earlier this afternoon yeah. and sent me his in a message. Um, so, I could do mine live. I guess Chris has done his. Um, Stu, we've got no hope for because he's enjoying life in Bali and he's eight hours ahead oh, of us and probably asleep right now. Woo. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. So I mean, he should really be yeah. here to do the show. But, <laughs> Let him off. You know. Well, I mean, I think. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> I mean, the show comes so, first, right? Um, Surely. Oh, every time. That's why I'm yeah. here. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, we're not on the show. We're we're here. Stu, mate, you got to um, sort sort yourself out. Yeah. Um, So now I'm not going to put you guys under the pressure of making your selections right now because you are notoriously (laughs) late, religious (laughs) in watching FP3 and then doing it. It's right. It doesn't seem to Um, help help us though. But (laughs) we. Well, this year we're we're doing rubbish. This, this, to be honest, this year I'm surprised anyone's got many points <laughs> at all. That's true. <laughs> because it's been, it has been such a weird year so hot, far. Hot, yeah. um, that, so I'm not surprised that we haven't got anyone in double digits yet. Whereas last year we were probably pushing towards it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes me feel <laughs> a little bit better. So. Yeah. Well, you guys at the moment are um, oh, 17th. We've got work to do. Yeah. Um, do better than Chris, though. Being Chris by half a point. So. Oh. Can, can I just say, well, I've let Dave kind of have the final say quite a lot this year. What? Say that. Why are you saying that? Mm-hmm. Why, was it more your final that? say Why last year? Exactly, oh. what does that mean? exactly Tom. <laughs> <laughs> because some, some of the time, what I've said has turned out to be right. But because... Dave, because I've gone with Dave, we've not got the points for it. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Hey, if you're hey, Dave, you, you can try to convince me more. You need to convince me more. Well, yeah, but it's a yeah. team sport, isn't it? Win together, lose together. Yeah, exactly. The true, the, the true <laughs> F1 mantra. Yes.
We, we will take your offer of uh, waiting for uh, free practice free before submitting our uh, our predictions. Well, we could do it now. That's, we could do no, it now. No, absolutely no, fine. For the no, show. We'll, you, no? It doesn't have to, doesn't have to be stuck to. But you, we could debate. We'll we'll debate mine and Chris's picks. Then we'll okay. do that instead. So um, for fastest in Q three, Chris has gone with Sebastian Vettel, um, and I think. I'm going to go out there and say it might be one Valtteri Bottas. Just because Mercedes were good here last year. Uh, Then again, I said that about Baku. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mercedes looked good here last year. Bottas, I feel like Bottas is on form and just keeps getting kicked in the nuts by bad luck. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think yeah. this is this is where he finally... I've not picked Bottas for anything, I don't think, this year. So this is, for me, his bad luck's finally going to run out and he's going to pull it off. Ooh. Yeah, no, that sounds, that's that's that sounds good. Can, I've just oh. had a thought, right? Seeing as Stu's not here, mm. can we can we and Dave pick yeah. Stu's? <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm joking. This, this could be an interesting <laughs> twist. Because it's, 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 it's his own fault. <laughs> For not be, being here, and he hasn't well, given yeah. you the predictions. I think that's the fair thing to do. Yeah, at least Chris submitted. Some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have a point yeah. here. You have a point here. Yeah. No. Wait, hang on. I'm going to add a new line to the table, and we'll do <laughs> Stu. At, well, I'm going to put Stu actual because what you're doing is his actual <laughs> prediction. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Go on. Pick, pick, like some, pick something for Stu. Okay. Fastest in Q3. He's been good or, this uh, season. He has been good this season. Who who else? Stro- who else Stroll, maybe. But Stroll. Stroll's been great. Stroll. Oh, are you going Gasly or I Stroll, think, guys? I, think, I, think, I don't know. It's I think Stroll one. for the win, maybe, because Williams won here a few years ago. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> good thinking, Dave. Yeah. We'll, we'll go Stroll, then. Uh, for the win, Chris has gone with Valtteri. Um, I'm sticking with it, I think. Ooh, That's what I'm saying. It's, it's uh, a Bottas uh, double. Really? Um, wow. so I'm going I, with that I as think well. his luck yeah. hasn't run out yet. Or his luck hasn't come Maybe. in yet. <laughs> Depending on which way you look at it. What about for Stu, guys? Well, we reckon Stroll a double. A stroll Do you double. Dave? A stroll double. Win? <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Do you reckon? Do you... I don't know. Please, please just remember, Pastor Maldonado is, once exactly. won this he race. Was, he was just pole putting that in win. from pole position. Right? He was on pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think and this, Stu is the highest know, of every, anybody involved in this equation. He's highest wow. of the three of us hosts, and he's, think, he's higher than you guys. So this could this this could go this could go really badly for us. Given think, this season as well, I think this a, could go really badly for all of us. There's a good chance he's going to get all five here. So if he does, can we have some of his points? Can you imagine? Can we have some of his points? Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Oh, can you no. imagine if this was the first ever wow. clean sweep? <laughs> stroll, 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 oh. win. Who would have thought it? Stroll, stroll. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen now. It'll happen now. You said that. Um, I know. Well, um, first DNF. Chris has gone with Verstappen. Um, can't really blame yes, you at the minute. Yes, yes, um, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go. Despite his remorse for nearly destroying both his and Gasly's careers last time out, oh, I, super think, I still think it's gonna be K Mag. Super. super yeah. K Mag. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! I, I like that. I don't like it one <laughs> bit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not not gonna yeah. lie. See, me, me and Dave had this thought of what if we this year pick one guy and just pick him the entire year, and then if he, you know, if he finishes, if if he's the first D- DNF twice, so we, at least we know we're gonna get two points. But it's not a bad. But we, in the end, we just didn't do that. So. <laughs> well, maybe go. we should now. We should start now. <laughs> we should start now. Hamilton to win everything. Who do we think for Stu? What about for Stu? Alonso. I think Stroll. <laughs> Stroll. Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Stroll for Stu. Oh, but then. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get very far. Then, then the clean sweeps off. I, I think we should oh, make this true. a potential clean sweep. That's true. Okay, that's true. That's true. Ooh. What if? Stroll, no, uh, so gets replaced by Kubica, and Kubica's the first <laughs> DNF. 
So we're gonna see. We're gonna say Kubica. <laughs> Kubica. <laughs> like, right. is that allowed? Can Are we, we allowed to do? I don't know. We will. Pr- I'd have so to. We'll... I'd have to add him to the list if he was racing. So. <laughs> so we predict Kubica will step in. And, lo- and be the first to go. And be the first. And be the first. If, big, if this big, happens, um... <laughs> this is the boldest, <laughs> boldest attempt at a clean sweep ever. Uh, I mean, I'm feeling quite good about it. I'm feeling like it could happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling confident. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> we will see. Um, I think Stu will be be pleased with these. Yeah. I, I think I think he'll be absolutely <laughs> yeah, loving it. Yeah. Yeah, delighted. Um, Number of finishers. So last year there were sixteen of twenty cars to finish. Um, Although we lost three of those down to turn one, more or less, when Kimi, Max, and Bottas came together. Although Bottas carried on for quite a long time, I think ultimately he'd taken some damage that that didn't help. Um, So those were all like a. Let's classify them as a turn one incident, and the other one was a a Honda issue. Well, in fact, no, it was, it was Stoffel, but it wasn't a Honda issue. He had an accident, but oh. possibly down to a Honda issue. Makes sense. So, four four DNFs last year. What about this year? Chris has gone sixteen again. Um, I'm gonna say mm. I'm gonna say eighteen because it's not really a track where you see a lot of failures from memory. And providing Verstappen doesn't take out half the grid in turn one, then there'll not be many in the way of an accident, I don't think. So I'm going to go 18 this week. What about Stu, guys? What's okay. Stu having? Um, Dave, you got any thoughts on this one? Uh, 12 and a half. 12 and a half. <laughs> Is that like when Alonso got round with just two wheels on his car in yeah. Baku? Yeah. Is that yeah, exactly. a half? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think that makes. I mean, twelve and a half is quite high. It's a bit, bit too many, maybe fifteen and a half. <laughs> no bit, no less than twelve and a half. Oh, less. less. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking twelve and a half is a bit. You know, maybe like seven and a half. Seven. <laughs> what do you reckon? Seven point five. Is that too little? Well, um, if we say seven and a half, we can't get the clean sweep. So why not? Well, <laughs> you're get why not? Half a finish. I think you're gonna get half a finish. <laughs> Is it- you just said if, if he comes across with two wheels. <laughs> is, Tom, right. Tom, is that actually a rule now? Like, if there's only two wheels on the car, I think, does that count as half I a think finish? if it was classed as a finish, it would still be a finish, even if there was uh, only half a car. Ah, uh, I see. see. So, it's kind of half. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, probably after the whole you, numbers. You pick this one. 11. 11. 11. Oh, who's giving that poor guy that doesn't finish in the points? Yeah. <laughs> when, the, exactly. when only 11 cars finish, who's going to be that poor guy? Um, oh, and then yeah. Random Driver came out this week as Bottas. So um, Chris has gone with first because he picked him for the win. I'm ultimately going to have to do the same thing so that I can potentially earn a clean sweep. I'm not hedging my bets this week, so I'm going to say first as well. But where does Stu think Bottas might finish, guys? 11th. Where does Stu think... Eleven. He's that poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's that poor guy. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Nice. There we go. What What I'm going to do? I think that's. Is go on the website and actually submit those for Stu. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, and then when he logs in, oh, I love when he that. logs in to do it tomorrow, he will wonder what's going on. <laughs> A little surprise for him. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> So there we go. Brilliant. That rounds up predictions. <laughs> very, very, very good. Um, yeah, if you have any interest in joining in and want to make some predictions yourself, just head to backofthegrid.com and it's all there in the menu down the side. It's nice and easy. Just register and submit it. Done. Simple. It's great fun as well. You should definitely do it if you're thinking about doing it. It's good fun. Yeah. It's great. Some good numbers this year as well. It's been, it's been good. Yeah, you got loads. It's been, loads it's been of good. It's been good. Amazing. Um, if anyone would like to get in touch with us uh, on the show, uh, you can find us on Twitter. That's Back of the Grid F1. You can find us on Facebook with just a simple search for Back of the Grid. And we're on Instagram at Back of the Grid. Uh, as I mentioned, you can go to the website, backofthegrid.com, where you can register for the Predictions League. And there's also like a little comment section where you can email us through there. Um, 
if you want to find me, I'm TomKing89 on Twitter. Stu is in Bali, so I'm not going to read out his Twitter. Chris <laughs> Chris is in Florence, so I'm not going to read out his Twitter. But instead, <laughs> I will let Dave and Tom just say a small piece about who they are and, and their show, I guess, because it's it's only nice to do something like that. Seems like they've helped, oh, helped thanks, us man. out by oh, start, stepping in this week. Oh, very kind. Oh, you're welcome. Um... I don't have a clue what our Twitter um, thing is. Oh, Probably on. that's life. It's Go that, on, Dave, you, you let, check. You let, check. Me, let, let me look it up. Talk, talk amongst yourselves for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, whilst Dave's in that, we, I've had a great time, so thanks for it's, inviting us on the show. It's absolutely our pleasure. Well, my pleasure, those two weren't here. And I hope we haven't disgraced ourselves. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, actually, yes. <laughs> no. Here, on, Dave, we, so. here we go. So we, so our our Twitter is at That's Life Podcast, and we're we're we're, we're on all good social media platforms, and we have a website. If people don't know, it's a that that's life uk. It's it's wonderful. Oh, it's it's a treat. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, our our podcast. Uh, we we do we do a bit of F one. Uh, um, bit of uh, a bit of sports. We do. Well. Uh, we, we we just have a general uh, a, a chat about uh, ramblings ramble. and and ravings a good ramble and a good rave about anything that comes to mind. So it's it's uh, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah, we kind <laughs> of have a loose script and then we don't keep to it. So <laughs> um, that's sort of the way it goes. Yeah, um, I'm I'm assuming more yeah. WEC stories will be available for that's live listeners. So. They, they will, well, be they will be on not the next show, but the next next show, because the next show I'm still doing now. So once that's out, we'll record the spa show, and then it could be a, a good month <laughs> before it's out. So yeah, don't hold your breath. Yeah, we're not very good. We're not very good at the quick like turnaround. So, <laughs> but we exist. We exist. We're I guess there. that's that. We're, we're, that's yeah. We do have a podcast. <laughs> now, it's been absolute joy having you on giving us a good giggle something a little different for us I guess as well yeah thank you very thank much thank you very much it's, it's been a pleasure that's absolutely fine so until next week and the end of the Spanish Grand Prix it's goodbye goodbye bye This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.